when you can't hear the bells. Well, I Do you used to believe in the spirit of Christmas. I used to believe, and then I realized how much work Christmas is when you have kids. No freaking kidding. Laurel's like, can I help rap? That's a joke. <laughs> she took like a half hour bathroom break, like in the middle of, man, I'm old. It's like my back was all hurting. I was doing it on our bed and I'm leaning over and I'm like, uh, I need to take a break. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Ugh. And I can only rap the things that aren't for them. Yeah. So it wasn't as productive as I'd like it to be. And now that you know Kate's in the house because she's on the meds, she still wants to eat stuff. So all the presents are in our bedroom because I'm afraid to put them out because when we put one present out, she started biting on the corner. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. We're going to start our podcast. Okay. Should we do that? Duh. Yes. That was good. Who was That was not good. That was that was me being silly. That was like a song. <laughs> We're having to Okay, so first of all, it's not our normal day of the week. Which might have something to do with Some of us a little loopy. Loopy. Yes, like Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that movie Looper. That was a stupid joke. I have joke. no idea what you're talking. It's about. actually not a bad movie. Emily Blunt is in it. It's pretty cool. Um, What's it's a, it? It's a Sir time. God. It's a time travel movie. Uh, 2012, 13, something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, it's cool. Um, anyway, we're gonna edit all this out. Um, Excellent. <laughs> I have so much relief with good the edit feature. Yeah, the edit feature is nice. There's some things that I've heard on the edit feature. I'm like, oh, I have to, <laughs> I have to like, I have to like make sure that gets deleted. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, like that can't even be, Aww. you know, because we'll, we'll be talking about a particular thing or a particular person and not like in a gossipy way, but just in a way you don't uh-huh. want broadcast to the world. Maybe. Okay. You know, birthday gift. Can I have a blooper reel? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Birthday gift. Blooper that would reel. be Easy. fun. When is your birthday? Why don't I not know? July. This? July what? 17th. July 17th. So your I'm birthday. I'm coming strong with the primes. Your birthday is a palindrome. 717. That's fun. Mm-hmm. My, is the day awesome. of my birthday is also prime. The 19th. 19th. Yeah, yeah, you're the day before Andrew. Yeah. Oh, really? That's how I know you. Okay. Yeah. That's how I know your birthday. Well, I mean, we're both awesome. Yeah. So that's probably why. But I'm... Is he on the cusp too? Like, I know as Catholics, we're not supposed to believe in astrology or anything, but is he like... Oh, so I legit don't believe in astrology. I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm on the cusp. Somebody asked what was somebody's sign and I'm like, I don't know. I know I'm cancer because I'm in my 40s, so it's come up before. Mm-hmm. But Laurel is in July. She's the 29th, which is also Tori Baker's birthday. Which is also birthday. mine and Christine's anniversary. Shush. Yeah. Well, that's adorable. Yeah. Now I'll have to remember that. 729. It's a family of numbers. Seven plus two equals nine. That makes me You're happy. You're funny. That kind of stuff makes me happy. Wow. I'm not super good at math, but like little things like that they, make me really they happy. They make sense to you. Yes, they do. That's kind of like, not, nope, not gonna, yeah, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember, okay, the Rick Riordan books? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, Lightning Thief? No. Was this after my time? We're gonna scratch this. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's only been like 10, 15 years maybe that they came out. Yeah. So the lead guy is a hero and he has dyslexia. And so part of his thing is seeing things that seeing, not seeing things how everyone else sees them. Mm -hmm. So the numbers shift and do all these things and stuff. Okay. So I'm just wondering if maybe you have a dash of interestingness that makes you see 729 as, ooh, that's a family of numbers. Just a dash of interestingness. (laughs) Just a scotch. Okay, well, um, I'm going to surprise you with something. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start the podcast now. You ready? <laughs> oh my God, 
gosh, are you really starting the podcast now? Yes. Okay, yes. Hi, Nikki. Hi, James. How's it going? It's going well. Okay. It's going very well. Well, um, I'm glad you're convinced. <laughs> okay, I don't like how I'm always... Uh, I don't think that's a thing. You want to try it again? We can try it again. Yeah. Huh? I don't know how to... I want... I'm... I'm happy to be here. Good. Why can't I just say that? I don't know. It's part oh. of word. I don't know. All right. Um, let's try this again. Hi, Nikki. Hello, James. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, too. Um, so today, when we're recording this, uh, is not Christmas, but our listeners are hearing this on Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. That means all those wonderful like sleigh bell sounds that you hear in the background, which I'm sure I'm going to put in some Christmas sounds. Um, those are for you. We hope you're really, really enjoying Christmas. If you're listening to this on Christmas day, <laughs> go you. That's awesome. Go you. Um, if you're listening to it sometime during Christmas week, during the Christmas season, Merry Christmas. And we really, really hope that, uh, at this Christmas that you can encounter Christ, you can encounter him in a really radical way and mm-hmm. you can encounter him in a way, uh, that really edifies you and lets you know how loved you are. lets you know that you are the beloved and you are the reason that Jesus as a little baby came into the world to have an intimate and beautiful and loving relationship with you. Merry, Merry Christmas. We hope it's great. I like that. Yeah. It's super cool. Um, I'm going to surprise you now. You ready? Mm -hmm. I have a Christmas present for you. It's not that much of a surprise because it's been in here the whole time I've been recording, but I just didn't tell you what it was, but I have a Christmas present for you and I, and I would like you to open it. Uh, I don't know um, if I'm a fan of what is transpiring. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're absolutely going to love it. But you have to describe to our listeners what the Gosh, present so is. <laughs> what I mean, I'm not gonna like do any. I'm not gonna do anything terrible or mean or anything like that. Like it's something that I think you're really gonna like. I'm excited. What if I don't like it? What if you? I will. What if it's great? What, what if it's great? What if it's great? Why did I go there? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, now there's the pressure. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna. Yeah. Now there's the pressure on me. Thank you. Um, we're get- no, on me for the reaction. Why is it on you? Because I've got to react well. You don't. Now we don't know if my reaction is going to be genuine or not. <sighs> we're starting we're this over. To, we're going to have to end this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is great. Um, oh, look, joy to the world. It says joy to the world on it. Our episode today is about joy. Joy. Um, Nikki, I thought that, uh, for this, for today's episode, I would, um, one, uh, I want to get your, I think you're hilarious. So I really do. I think you're so funny and you bring so much heart and so much levity to our conversations here. You are absolutely the heart and soul of this podcast. And it makes me so happy to be podcasting with you and to be celebrating our first podcast Christmas episode. If that's something that people celebrate, I think it's pretty cool. Um, so this bag, there's a little bag here. We'll, we'll take a picture of it. It says joy to the world. <laughs> um, so you have to write that down for our show notes. <laughs> show notes. <laughs> um, uh, we'll take a picture of it. Um, I got Nikki something, I think pretty relevant to our conversations here on the podcast so far. Uh, no lie. Your gift was wrapped by my lovely and talented girlfriend, Christine. I want to give her all the credit. It is beautifully Because it looks good, right? It looks very nice. Okay. So, uh, Nikki, Merry Christmas, and I love you very much. Thank and you, James. You and I know I'm putting this you on the spot. completely... Nikki had no idea. So you can see, you can hear the bag being open. I don't even open. have a, a gift for you doesn't right ma- now. doesn't matter. You don't give gifts to get them. doesn't I, matter. Mm, I wrapped that one myself. Fragilly. I feel real nervous. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, you just had to lower my mic. I did, you? I did. You have to explain to folks what. what oh, is look, it? I'm just looking and I'm all excited. Oh, y'all get it, right? It's a Hamilton mug. It is a Hamilton mug. And I think there's a packing oh, list still dancing. in it. So oh. if you can hand me that. Oh, yeah, Thanks. sure. Appreciate it. Sorry. Thank you, Chief. Oh, Public. this is so good. It's okay. The scene on the mug is mm. right after Hamilton got married and they're, they're um, kind of razzing him about how he's no longer poor and blah, blah, blah. Cool. It's really good. Okay. Hercules Mulligan's all in the full squat. It's awesome. very good. Awesome. <sighs> you feel better so far? There's, an, there's something, there's something else in the bag. So oh, there's something else in the this bag. This is the second half. Stop. 
It's a Hamilton t-shirt. I love it. Thank You're welcome. You. <laughs> You're welcome. They match. So I just imagined oh, you the same scene. wearing your Hamilton shirt with your Hamilton Drinking mug. Drinking my coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is, thank you. This is so very thoughtful. You're very welcome. And I feel like I have prepped you well for gifting me this. Yes, I think so. <laughs> there, there was a time where it was, um, oh, we're, I'm going to tell him he should watch Hamilton because it's so good. And then it became like a, I'm actually nagging when I listen to the things. I'm sorry. No, you're not nagging at all. Here's the thing. I need James. a little more I, culture. I feel like even at this stage, mm-hmm. I, I would still have to say, I really think you should watch it. <laughs> I, I plan to. I would love to. So uh, Christine and I actually okay. talked a little bit about watching it over the Christmas break. She hasn't seen it either. So we'll have to make some time Y'all come and watch over. it. Okay. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. You can... Are you one of those people that stops like every five seconds and gives commentary? I won't stop and give commentary. I'll do commentary while it's going on. Okay. And I will sing along. That's and gonna, I'll say, oh my gosh, I'm going to love this part. That's going to drive Christine crazy because she's oh. going to want to hear every little thing. <laughs> we'll watch it with the closed caption. Okay. It'll be great. Or we'll all get some headphones. Oh, that might be best. Let's do that. Let's all get headphones. That might be best. That would be a, it feels like a sanitized way to watch it, and but then, it'll be and okay. And then we'd look over and you're, we would just see your lips moving. <laughs> I don't really sit down either. Like I kind of, I'm, I'm like the kid and I'm sitting on my seat and then I'm sitting on my legs and then I'm getting up a little bit. It's like watching a, a good game. When you go to the movies, do you talk? Um, Be honest. uh, Only, uh, not really. Okay. If I have something I have to say, I will. Okay. But that's not you. So the difference between the movie and then like a movie you've seen a gazillion times that you know what's going to happen. Sure. Yeah. 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 I get that. I get that. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's fine. It's understandable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Me- okay. So I really want y'all to watch it with me. And then I also don't want to ruin it for y'all by y'all watching it with me. No, I, I would, we would love, we would love to watch it with you. That would be really fun. That would, that would be, be fantastic. Super um, Okay, I have one more uh, question for you before we jump into our topic today. Mm-hmm. Favorite Christmas movie? Um, I am not that cultured. So, and I have kids, and I have a ten-year-old boy who is obsessed with Home Alone. So mm-hmm. that is ranking as my favorite right now. Okay, that's I, honestly like that's a pretty good one. I really like Home Alone. Um, it's pretty cool. I usually go with the classic White Christmas, really? um, but you may know this. Anyone who ever asked me my favorite anything probably knows this because it changes. My yeah. favorite, my favorites change. Like there's some people that their favorites don't change ever. My favorites change. Or what a if bit. you don't say it change? What if you just say the same answer because it's like your password code or something? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like uh, I was un- almost going to tell you unanswer. what mine is, but I can't. Oh. I can't tell you now because oh. then you'll know. Then I'll know all your secrets. Yeah. 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 That wouldn't be good. I was getting ready to blurt it. I'm having trouble. I'm sorry. What if I, what if I tell you and then just change it and go with my current favorite? No, so, I can't go with my current favorite because. I don't know what's happening right now, I but but I feel like you're 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 really like weighing something heavy right now. Like you're hmm. considering. It's Shawshank Redemption. Oh! <laughs> That's your favorite movie. Okay, wait. I lost my earmuffs. Okay, it was my favorite movie for the longest time, uh-huh. and then became like the... Handed Dufresne. Yeah. <laughs> I, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a really, really good movie. Remember in one of our earlier episodes, I talked about my aunt, my aunt Jenny ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. It's her last name, Dufresne. Nice. Without the S. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, I just, I have a thing for Shawshank Redemption. I it's love a it. Great, it's a great movie. It's also it a really great uh, novella. If you are a Stephen King fan, it is really good. Interesting. Yeah. Um, He's one of my favorite writers. Um, So I think, like, I like movies, if if this is going to kind of get us off into into that topic, right? I like movies like Shawshank Redemption where there is, like, a a very very deep valley right mm-hmm. like a very deep dark kind of story um you know if it's whether it's like you know something someone is suffering through or something like that and then it and then it resolves itself at the end in like a this really big kind of unforeseen way Redemption. I, I love that i love yeah. that kind of stuff um holiday movies though i i go back and forth between two mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, one of them is White Christmas. I just, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's just an amazing, amazing movie. Um, the other movie uh, that I, I really, really love, um, well, I love, I love Die Hard. I'm one of those people that <laughs> thinks it's a Christmas movie. I mean, you know. You're funny. It's a Christmas party, right? It's um, a Christmas. Okay. It is. You know, I mean, it's. Fair Fun enough. fact, Tori and Cody Baker, our mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. argue that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie because they think it's just a movie that took place during Christmas, but it's not about Christmas. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're great. They're wonderful. Hello, Tori and Cody. If you're listening, um, you're wrong about you're Home Alone. Wrong. Yeah. Home Alone, and totally a Christmas movie. I have the microphone, so you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I really like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, um, about the movie elf. I can't uh, like, and, and are you gonna say you d- no, I love it. Okay. Oh my Oof. goodness. Okay. I just, I just can't, I can't go through the Christmas holidays without, without it, without watching the movie elf. It's and I, and I think like thinking about, uh, our topic today and, and kind of what we're talking about for Christmas. I think the reason that, um, I love that movie so much. What's so attractive about it to me? Cause they don't, they don't mention baby Jesus one time in that movie. Right. They don't um, like, no. like it's like, it's totally a secularized sure. vision of Christmas. And it's, it's telling us uh, again, a redemption story. Right. Um, but I think what is so attractive about the movie and about the main character as played by Will Ferrell is he is the total embodiment of joy. Mm. He just is true. does not stop being joyful. And in fact, uh, the moment, the, the, the big dramatic turn of the movie is when he does stop being joyful. He kind of allows this secular world to like take his Stuck joy away. In. Right. Yeah. And, and to, and to turn him into someone uh, that he's not, that he, that he hasn't um, really been maybe prepared in life uh, to be. And, and I think uh, we, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about joy today. Certainly we're talking, it's Christmas. So we're talking about the joy that, that Christ brings into the world, the joy that God brings into the world through the incarnation of Jesus. Um, but we're also talking about how we in our own lives participate in that joy, how mm-hmm. we, how we choose that joy, how we even maybe allow God to manifest that joy through us. Right. And it's not necessarily something that, um, that, uh, we think about every day. Right. No, we don't, we don't, we, we often, consciously. often, often, you know, as we talked about before, our, our lives are something that is kind of happening to us as we, as we kind of move through life. Um, but I think choosing joy is this, it's a, it's a really good example of how we can participate in life, how mm. we can participate in the will of God, um, you know, to kind of, to, to be, to be the light in the world, like we're called to be certainly in the Christmas season. Um, uh, we're, you know, when we're called to evangelize, when we're called to maybe even to just have, um, a little bit of hope, right. To have a little bit of a positive attitude about tough things that are going on. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, 2020 is a time uh, or has been a time, has been a season. If you want to call it that, that's robbed a lot of people of joy, Mm -hmm. right? It's been a time when it's been really difficult to look around and, and to, to see the joy. Um, and I think maybe what that tells us is that our, our secular lives, uh, we're maybe masking, uh, mm. a lot of, a lot of places in our lives where, where, where there wasn't a whole lot of joy to begin yeah. with. Right. And we've been trying to kind of, um, synthesize that joy and that love of God, um, through, synthesize. through, through things, right. Yeah. As opposed to, as opposed to being in the moment and, you know, like elf, just enjoying, you know, uh, a plate for what is it pancakes waffles it's like spaghetti and spaghetti spaghetti, spaghetti with syrup, with syrup and, and candy canes candy. yeah just enjoying life for the sake of enjoying life right and and so I, I think maybe that's a good place to think about uh joy today and a good mm-hmm. a good place to um to start the conversation talking about the joy yep <laughs> i had a little something i'm sorry <laughs> Oh, that was great. Oh, my That was goodness. great. Um, Baby Jesus. Yes. Why do um, we call... Okay, so I feel like that's one of those comedy things where I'm like, Baby Jesus. Uh, I mean... Please, Baby Jesus, take over. I said that to Luke's teacher recently, and she... she uh, I emailed her something. 
and said baby Jesus and she's like oh girl you had me laughing which is you know which is good and nice considering I've never actually met her face to face because we're virtual still so she doesn't know who I am she just knows I'm Luke's mom she knows you love baby Jesus (laughs) yeah I I mean there's worse things to be known for yeah I just I don't I yeah that's true I don't want to be taken (laughs) as like crazy later who's talking about Uh, baby Jesus that's okay that's okay um I mean, I know there are worse things. I know. Agreed. I know you're crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy about Jesus. So this is now, yes, crazy about Jesus. Have you seen that shirt? Let's we talk should, about Jesus. Oh, let's taco about Jesus. Yeah, it's got yeah. a little taco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. In Texas, there are many things about tacos. Lots of taco references. Mm-hmm. Also, lots of tacos in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. El Pastor. That was good. Yeah. I'm glad. Did I tell you? <laughs> did did I did I show you the picture of um, Laurel with the elf and the pineapple? No. Remind me to show you that. Okay. It's fun. Yes, it is. I'll just say I have funny and fun kids. Funny and fun kids. Yes. Nice. I'm glad. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think they're great. Yeah. So there's an elf, there's a pineapple, and there's a post-it note that says, I'm like a wrecking ball. That is awesome. It is awesome and scary. That is I'm the like, best thing uh, ever. Oh my gosh. That is the best thing ever. I love it. I love it. Good times. Good times, James. Good times. Uh, we should talk about joy. I'm joyful. Can I tell you about this time that I didn't know I, I didn't know where my joy was coming from? I can't. You, okay. you can. Yes. Here's the thing. I think that God will work. I know that he works with whatever circumstance we're in. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. And for whatever reason, I'm still trying to limit him and make him only. Oh, he can only work this joyful stuff if I'm on retreat and everything's going well. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. So there was this time, I don't know, it was in it was in the recent past and I was real grumpy, like going through some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember wanting to be angry or mad and I was struggling to not smile. I think you're, you've witnessed that before where I'm I just have, like, I'm yes. so mad. And I then I start. I'm kind of oh. witnessing it right now. <laughs> Yeah, it is just hard. And then um, this is when I was working at St. Ignatius and my coworker, Lori Nava, shout out. Um, she's like, that's Jesus. You're Because I was, I felt confused mm-hmm. because my heart was telling me, this is some crappy stuff going on mm-hmm. and you should totally be ticked off. Mm-hmm. And I was still finding myself like, <laughs> like I'm ticked, but oh, it's a good day. So that's, that's kind of something cool to, to think about is maybe like the, the gift of this invitation yeah. of joy from Jesus. Right. And, yes. and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to how this relates to elf here in just elf. a second. Um, I, so I have experienced something similar and the time in my life when I can, when I can, um, can remember this the most vividly, uh, when I was about 27, uh, so a little over 10 years ago. Um, I got really sick. I didn't know, uh, it kind of felt like the flu. I had this pain in my back. I didn't really know what was going on. And, and I remember, uh, going to the hospital in college station. It was the first time that I had ever really been in the hospital. Like mm. I think I had, I got something in my eye once and other than that, I'd never really been at the hospital. Right. I was very, very blessed to Just be for visiting pretty, other people, pretty healthy. For yeah. Your, yeah. Your own health. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. Um, and uh, they did some blood work and there were some strange things and they, they did some other tests and, um, they were, uh, they were going to admit me into the hospital. And so this, um, this nurse came in to put in an IV line, right. And, uh, cause I was very, I was very dehydrated. That was part of the deal. I was very dehydrated. And, uh, this nurse comes in and I was, um, uh, I was a little bit nervous. I, 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 given them like a vial of blood already. Uh, and it was fine. I'm not like, I'm not a huge fan of needles. I don't think that anybody is giving you all my blood. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
but she was, she was a different nurse than the nurse that had done that. There had been like a shift change. So this new nurse had come in and she was very, Oof. very young, right? She was, she was younger, you than, she was younger than me. And so, um, I remember being, uh, in, in my head, pretty freaked out and not really knowing what was going on, being pretty scared. And, uh, this nurse, uh, she takes my left arm and she puts the little, um, I'm sorry, my right arm. And she takes the little, just a little thing. band, uh-huh. strappy thing on there. And she pulls up a vein and like, <gasps> I, you know, I can see the vein and everything. And she's, she like, pokes, she pokes me with the needle you looked? and nothing and nothing happens. Oh. And so she takes the needle out and she pokes me again and nothing. And she's like digging around there, like trying to Stop. find the vein. And, and, uh, she's realizing that I am pretty uncomfortable and I'm realizing <laughs> that she is pretty uncomfortable and I don't know what came over me, but I could not stop laughing. You I started, laughed. I started, I started kind of giggling. Right. And I, and I could not stop laughing. And she like looked and it, but it totally broke the ice. She looked up at me and she kind of <laughs> smiled and she was like, I am so sorry. And, you know, she just kept apologizing. I was like, no, it's fine. Like, it, you know, it's cool. You're, you're doing fine. And so she poked me again and she missed my vein again. Dang it. And she looked up again and her like hands were shaking. And oh, she man. was like, she goes, I kid you not. She goes, I'm so sorry. It's my first day. <laughs> and I said, Hey, guess what? Mine too. Oh gosh. It's cause it was, I never uh, been in the hospital before. And she like, she exhaled, she laughed, right? I, maybe we share the same twisted sense of uh-huh. humor. And she went, she went and got this other nurse and this other nurse came in and, and found the vein without breaking eye contact with me. Stop. Which was super cool. Um, but it was like this moment where I, wow. I feel like I, w- I could have been, and maybe, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, other, other times in my life, I would have been super frustrated or super unjoyful, mm-hmm. but it was just, I just kind of felt this nudge to like laugh this yeah. nudge to, you know, and, and I've thought, um, at different times in my life, I've thought about that and said, Oh, I was just nervous, you know, or which, dehydrated or, or, or delirious. Or, yeah. I, I've, I've kind of given all these reasons. But I also do kind of think like in that moment, in those kinds of moments, if we believe that Jesus uh, is is walking with us, then we have to believe that he's yeah. he's protecting us from some things. He he gives us that option of joy. He gives us that option of of finding the humor, finding the levity in whatever the situation is, and and it's it's from that place of real love for us, of real care for us, that he wants to bring us out of our, you know out of those tough situations, mm-hmm. out of our suffering. And he wants us to realize that the love, you know, not only the love that he has for us, but the love that's available to us mm-hmm. all the time, the abundant love that we've talked about all the time. Buddy the elf lives there. He lives uh, in that yeah. place of real, genuine understanding of the fact that he's lovable mm-hmm. and the fact that he's he's good mm-hmm. and the fact that he is he is enough to be like who he is now. Now we go, the story goes through the whole thing that we've all experienced of not fitting in with the other elves. And mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't make enough etch sketches or whatever, right? Like he's very slow. Like there's all the, there's all, the you know, assembly line. yeah. Or, or, or enough Jack and I'm sure I'll have someone tell me, correct you. Yeah. Correct me. Um, enough <laughs> Jack, Jack in the box. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, but that doesn't stop him from seeing the real, beauty in the world around him. It doesn't stop him from, from just being a, a genuinely good person. And I think the genuinely good person that, that he was created to be, that, that mm-hmm. is even his father in the movie, right? Papa Elf like raised him to be, mm-hmm. that's a lesson that we can all take. Um, and, and we can apply to our, to our relationship with God. We can apply to our relationship with the world. Mm-hmm. 2020 has been really unkind. It has. It's been really tough. It's been universally, universally, you know, exactly. You know, we are, um, the things that we're experiencing are not just American things. No. The things that we're experiencing are not just, um, you know, things that we can kind of compartmentalize and we can say those folks over there, uh, on the poor side of town or on the rich side of town or on the black side of town or the white side of town or whatever, the, all the ways mm-hmm. that we, that we separate ourselves from one another. We can't really say that that the issues that we're experiencing don't have an effect on all of us mm-hmm. because they do. They have a very profound effect on all of us. Some of us more than others, depending mm-hmm. on the issue, but we're all affected. We're all in that boat. And I think maybe for the first time, uh, certainly in my lifetime, we're kind of seeing, um, we're seeing just how fragile, uh, maybe not how fragile the boat is, but how big the waves can be. 
and how, Ooh, and yeah, how yeah. scary it can be, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to be in this, this boat, this kind of human situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And God still, um, he still loves us through it. He's still here as uh, a tiny, uh, cute, you know, chubby baby still with cute chubby cute cheeks, baby, but right? also like sovereign and protecting you from the big waves. Exactly. And there's, you know, if you, if you look at any, um, at any picture of, of, um, of the nativity, mm-hmm. right. And you see St. Joseph like watching over Mary and Jesus, right. Oh, you see, you yeah. see Mary, um, often in those, in those pictures, you'll see Mary like reaching out to Christ. Right. And, and those things are, are, are that, that art looks that way because, um, those, you know, artists want to express the fact that, 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 you know, that protection, that protecting love of God, and also that very vulnerable and intimate and, and motherly love of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all there for us, right? It's all there for us. And it not only, um, it not only comes from Christ, but it's something that, um, that he, he comes into our lives and he, he points out the way that the father is already, uh, showering us with that love, um, before we, before we've had any kind of encounter yeah. with him, right? And before you can even make the choice to accept it, because mm-hmm. like, can we go back to you in the hospital? Like, there's so many times when great things happen in your life where you'll hear the, you know, it feels cliche now to say, you know, oh, all the glory to God. Like that wasn't me; it was all God. Like, what about that moment? You know, mm-hmm. like without you, maybe not making a choice. Mm-hmm. To give God the glory, you gave him the glory by offering up joy to the nurse on her first day mm-hmm. with, with a chuckle. So I don't, I don't want to label God as tricky or sneaky, but I feel like, you know, he, he, he's going to meet you where you are. God is not tricky or sneaky, but he is a mystery. He's and, a mystery. And, yes. and his ways, you know, and again, this is another cliche, but his ways are not our ways. And so I, I think in, in really to be able to participate in the life of faith, a life of love that he calls us to, we have to, uh, give ourselves over to that fact yes. that, that the joy that we experience in God is because we are not in control. We don't know. And that's um, a good thing. We don't always know the backstory, mm-hmm. right? We don't always know all the details of, of why God is moving the way he is in our lives or how he's moving the way he is in our lives but we do get to enjoy the fact that he's moving. And, and when you can have confidence in that, it just makes life sweeter. It does. It does. It makes life, it makes life abundantly sweeter. I feel almost a little bit, um, braggy Mm -hmm. in saying that, you Mm -hmm. know, but it's available. It's this, it's this really, it feels like this really privileged freedom. It does. It does. It feels rich and abundant and extravagant. Exactly. Um, my, my, uh, paternal grandmother, my grandma Lala, um, she, uh, used, she would talk about Christmas a lot and, and about Christmas, uh, growing up, um, in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas and her family. Um, she, she got through, I think got through seventh grade or eighth grade with her education. And then she had to quit school to, to work, to support mm, her yeah. family. And which was a very common, you know, it was the depression. Right. It was a very common, uh, common thing. Um, but she talks about her family uh, waking up on Christmas morning, and each of each of the kids, um, there, there would be like one collective uh, sort of little bundle of presents, right? And each of the kids would get a couple of oranges. Wow! And those were their presents, and mm-hmm. they were not only so excited to receive those oranges, like that was such a cool thing for them to each, you know, to not have to like share an orange mm-hmm. with your brother or sister, right? Um, but her parents were so excited to give them those oranges. And it, and I remember, I mean, I can remember thinking as a little kid, like that's not as cool as a Nintendo. Like like, I can remember thinking that, right. But as I've gotten been disappointed, grandma, yeah, (laughs) as I've gotten older, um, I've kind of realized like that's, that's the choice to participate Mm. in the joy of Christmas, right. Is when you, you look around and you realize that it's really not about, um, how perfect everything is. I mean, having to, to give birth to your child in a barn and then lay him in a manger, mm-hmm. uh, in the cold, um, with no epidural, with no epidural, oh, right? Like with, there's not even a mention of a midwife. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like literally it's you and your husband and this baby that you have mm-hmm. to take care of, um, in the middle of the night. Right. Uh, 
I mean, that's, you have to make a choice there. Mm -hmm. You have to make a choice to see the beauty of your child being born. You have to make a choice to kind of live in that moment of, of real love. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and when I'd hear those stories from my, my grandmother, it was now thinking about it. It's like, man, her, her brothers, her sisters, um, uh, her entire family, like they, they made a choice to be grateful, to be, Mm -hmm. um, happy, to be joyful because oranges are great. They are right. And, and, and oranges are, are, um, even maybe like what they wanted, like it's what they desired. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I want to, I want to read some scripture, um, here. I want to make sure that, uh, uh, that our, our listeners kind of know where we're coming from. Um, biblically, when we talk about joy scripturally, um, our, uh, our understanding of joy, like so many other, um, theological concepts, I think, and and we promise not to get too theological on this podcast. That's not what we do. Uh, but I think you've noticed a pattern that a lot of the things that we think sometimes when we're moving through life, um, God just has a totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's the same way with joy. We, we get invited, uh, in, in no more, uh, a powerful way than when we see in the, in the incarnation, we get invited to come adore a little baby, mm-hmm. right? We get invited to, to put on that persona maybe of elf and like, and to just see the good in everything yeah. we really do. Um, but many of you out there might be listening and might be saying, well, what about when things aren't so great? What, what about, about when they're hard? What about when it's not Christmas? What about when it's like March of 2020 and we're all Ugh. terrified of this oncoming yeah. pandemic or it's December of 2020 and we're still yeah. kind of in this, you know, Holding this pattern. frustrating place, right? This really tough place. Um, we're going to see what Christ, uh, has to say about what's that. He say? What's he say? Um, this is at the end of Christ's life. So this is, uh, one of the last supper discourses. This is, uh, from the 16th, um, uh, chapter of John, the gospel of John. Uh, and Jesus is letting his disciples know that there's going to be some difficult stuff on the horizon. There's some difficult things coming. Um, and he's trying to, to kind of prepare them for that. What does that have to do with Christmas? Um, it's the passion of Christ, right? Yeah. Um, but we're going to, we're going to talk about that. All right. So this is uh, John chapter 16 verses 20 through 22. Amen. Amen. I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. When a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. So you also are now in anguish, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you. He said it. He said it's true. He said it. So it's true. Yeah. No one will take your joy away from you. I wish I could say that I believe that all the time. Yeah. I don't. Or, or like lived in it. Yeah. I feel like my brain could believe it, but when the hard times come, it's hard to mm-hmm. marinate there. It is. It is. It's hard to operate from that place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting in verse 20, uh, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. Mm. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think we, uh, in this last year, I think we've seen, um, just how backwards a place the world can be, Mm -hmm. just how difficult it can be to, um, to, to feel connected to your fellow man. To coexist with people. Exactly. Yeah. That's been Um, hard. Not even, and not even like, you know, the person on the other side of town, but like your, the people within your four walls, walls, right? (laughs) Like it can be really tough. And, um, you know, the, the this idea of the world rejoicing and you grieving, uh, and then your grief becoming joy. To me, that speaks about the fact that God is in control and I am not more than anything. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't necessarily want the world to be grieving. I don't, I don't want, no. I don't want anyone to be grieving. Right. Like I don't want to be right for the sake of being right all the time. Um, but I recognize that's how a lot of the world exists. Like that's yeah. how, that's how we treat each other a lot of the time. Um, but I think really what Jesus is saying here, when he, when he, he tells us, uh, you know, the world rejoices, you will grieve, but your grief will become joy is that, is that he's going to bring that joy into our lives. He's going to bring okay. that opportunity, um, for us to, to persevere that opportunity mm-hmm. for us to, to really lean on him 
in those, in those hard times, he's going to be there and he's going to be there on the cross, mm-hmm. right? On the cross, suffering with us, suffering for us. Um, that to me is, um, it's, it's difficult to, to imagine. It's difficult to yeah. like, to keep in my mind, but it's also when I do think about it, it's extremely galvanizing. It's extremely, it comforting. gives me, it gives me so much hope and comfort mm-hmm. and peace just knowing that, that Christ is there. And mm-hmm. as he, again, as we've been talking about, he's calling us to be who we're called to be, mm-hmm. but he's, he's going to live up to his end of, of that, of that same agreement, that same covenant, right? right. And he's going to be who he was called to be on the cross. He's going to be who he was called to be as the unique son of God, as that baby in a manger. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that part of our, that part of our joy, if we choose it is guaranteed. That's awesome. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Right. Um, when a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. When she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. I mean, it's just like, it's just such That's a, crazy. it's a beautiful thing to think yeah. about. I've never had a child. I'm not a, a woman. I can't have a child, but, um, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hands down. One of the most amazing experiences of my life. I mean, one of the, yeah, I've been fortunate to have four children and the pain for sure. I can remember in my head. Um, it was horrific. You know, like mm-hmm. I remember being frustrated with my aunts because they talked about, you know, things when the baby came home type of thing, mm-hmm. remembering that. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the hospital thinking, why did nobody tell me about this pain? Mm-hmm. You know, it was just nothing you've experienced before. Sure. It was just surreal. But when the baby comes, it is. You do forget it. I mean, like not forget. I, I can remember that it was really painful, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. It, it, it almost becomes a, it's not even, I would imagine it's not even a, a necessary evil. It's like, it's like you, it's, it becomes good. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like the pain yeah. is, is transformed. Yes. It's transformative. Mm-hmm pain mm-hmm. for sure. And you know, those little children. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when you look back on, um, you've, you've got, uh, your youngest is 10, mm-hmm. your oldest is 20. Almost. Yep. Yep. Um, so when you look back on that, that 20 years of parenthood, mm-hmm. right. Um, are there, are there times when you can look back and see yourself, uh, like, or, or maybe you and your husband like choosing joy over something crazy that's going on with being a parent? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm full of good questions. I know. I might need a minute to think. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. I think, I think there have been, I can't think of anything right off the bat. I think for me, you know, Matt and I operate on different, um, we're a good team because we come at things from different perspectives. And I would say nine times out of 10, you know, when there's a a situation that would warrant, Ooh, you need to look for the joy because it's not obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, there's always a hesitation with, um, and I'm guess I'm gonna blame it on our humanity where it's like, uh, this is happening just to us. Mm -hmm. Like, what did we do wrong Mm -hmm. to deserve this situation? Um, but that being said, you know, I feel like I'm going to get preachy. I don't no. want to get preachy. No, go but for it. like, you know, because Matt and I's relationship was formed in Christ, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's not a far walk to find the joy because, mm-hmm. um, he's been with us the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of kind of clearing the, clearing the space, clearing the clutter of the situation to recognize that every opportunity is an opportunity to be joyful Mm -hmm. and to see his hands at work Mm -hmm. in our lives. I don't think that was preachy at all. I think that was, that's beautiful. Um, and, and I think explains, um, very succinctly what the Catholic idea, Christian idea of marriage is all about, right? Mm -hmm. Um, marriage is, 
really any, any, any relationship that we, um, that we want to last, uh, whether it's your relationship with your, your best friend mm-hmm. or maybe your priest or maybe your, your pastor at your church, right? Um, any relationship that we want to, to last has to be rooted in Christ in some way. Yeah. Like we've, we've got to, um, we've got to see Jesus in, in everyone. We kind of start there. I think seeing Jesus in your spouse, in your kids, in your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, um, is really healthy. It's really, it's really healthy to see, um, to, to try to, to try to encounter God. Like we've talked about so, yeah. so often in the, the people that are closest to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we do that, the, the options or, or the choices that God gives us, the choices that God, the opportunities for joy, for encounter, for, for feeling God's love, the opportunities for, for prayer, for really, um, like, like practicing our faith in a really daily way, like a, a mediated way, like Father Carl said, those, those, op, those choices are just so much more, they're, they're so much brighter. Mm-hmm. They're so much more attractive, um, in our lives when we start with adoring Christ in the people around yeah. us. Right. And, and that goes hand in hand with adoring Christ in the manger. It goes hand in hand with, with, you know, those, those, those shepherds that saw the angels, uh, you know, and, and heard, you know, um, glory to God in the highest, like heard the angels singing that song as is talked about in, 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 wild, Luke's, huh? in Luke's gospel, yeah. but they still had, had, a, they still had a choice to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they very easily could have fled from that terrified and, no one would have blamed them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like if I saw a huge vision of angels in the sky, like I don't know that I would be, would you be fearful or would you be filled with adrenaline? I feel like, Oh my gosh, it's happening. You know, exactly, exactly. But at the, at the, at the kind of the apex of that feeling is that choice. Am I going to adore God in this moment? Mm. And the thing is the thing that buddy, the elf I think has figured out that, so many of us struggle with is you always have that choice, whether there's angels mm. like calling to you or not, whether, you know, you know, your, 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 your teenager that your bratty teenager that was once this adorable baby mm. in a little bassinet, right. Has now become yeah. this bratty teenager. You know, he or she is just as glorious and just as beautiful and just as perfect as the day they were born. And it's up to, it's up to you to see that in your kid. It's what? up to, it's up to you to see that in your fellow man, that, that, you know, that, that homeless guy on the street was, you know, was somebody's adorable little baby. baby right. Time, and, yeah. and even if no one adored that person, like God does, mm-hmm. God adores that person. Um, there was no, no father, no witness more present than God, the father and God, the Holy spirit at the nativity. Like, God the Father was adoring. That's a beautiful thought. You know? I don't know if I ever thought of that. Just ha- since he's not in a your typical nativity, nativity scene, scene, yeah, like the physical nativity scene, you don't. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you'll wow. see a dove, mm. um, but not yeah, not too often. That's cool. That is cool. This is you know uh, when Jesus is baptized. You know he's already thirty years old, but he's baptized in the Jordan by mm-hmm. Saint John the Baptist. And the dove descends from the sky and says, this is my beloved son on whom my favor rests. To me, like the the father is in constant adoration of the son, right? And he's calling us to the same thing. Um, And that, I I think a big part of, or a fruit of that adoration is joy. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's joy in our lives. We, we can't help but be happy uh, when we're in a relationship with God. We've already said happiness and joy are different. Um, but they also go hand in hand. We can't help but be joyful. They're close when cousins. we're in a relationship with God. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, in verse twenty-two, he says, "So you also are now in anguish, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you." Ha, ha. <laughs> um, Buddy the elf uh, experienced his joy being taken away from him. He becomes, he tries to become this other person. He's trying to live for someone else other than who he's called to be. Um, and it doesn't work. Nope. It doesn't work for us either. When we're, um, when you're doing something Christmassy today, if you're, you know, sitting around in your PJs, opening presents or, um, watching Christmas movies, or if you're listening to this after Christmas and you have, um, you know, an opportunity to, to find, to find some rest. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about in the stillness episode to, to, to take a rest. Um, 
let's let's practice uh, recommitting ourselves to joy, recommitting ourselves to, to finding that joy mm-hmm. in Christ. Um, and the 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 way that I'm going to challenge uh, our listeners uh, to do that today, to do that throughout the Christmas season. Um, is to find a picture of baby Jesus and to adore baby Jesus as a baby, mm-hmm. to a, to just to just kind of live in that simplicity. Um, maybe if you if you have uh, an infant, right? If you know someone that does, like take a few moments to just appreciate like the the, the gift and the beauty mm-hmm. that is a baby, that is a little squirmy, pudgy thing. You use that term squirmy I, a lot. I just <laughs> I just babies. I just think like that's so. I don't have kids. I have a dog that's fat and she's fat and squirmy and it's adorable. I just think it's the cutest thing. And it's honestly like the first thing that I notice about babies. Like I like, it's so squishy. It's, they're so squishy and vulnerable and like, you know, perfect. And, and that's super cool. And that's, I think how God looks at us. I, I think he, he, he looks at us in that way. He wants us to, um, to, to look at each other that way. And especially to look at his son, to look at Christ yeah. that way. It's just someone totally vulnerable and totally willing to, to let us love on him, you know, totally willing to let us, um, to, you know, to let us be present to him and to be, um, to be joyful. I like being joyful. I like being joyful too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about? What's that? Like sometimes I think that I could get a little confused with like, um, not taking things seriously. Okay. Because I would say in my family, I would be the one who would find the joy first okay. in a hard situation, hmm. which is not always appreciated by the hmm. people around me. Okay. In the sense of, oh, you must not fully understand what's going on. Okay. And I just want to say, I do. I'm just not imprisoned by the circumstance because wow. there's a God who mm-hmm. died for, sent his son and died for me and redeemed the crap that we're going through. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to have crap, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to be joyful. I love that. You're not imprisoned by your circumstances. Yes. So a lot of people are, con- are maybe confused or maybe they, they're dismissive of that line um, from, from Isaiah that, uh, Jesus quotes in Luke's gospel, he stands up and, and reads among other things that he's come to, uh, proclaim liberty to captives. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am, uh, and this is speaking again, anecdotally, I think so many of us are captured, right? Imprisoned by the world, by stuff, by our anxieties, by our, our fears, whatever it might be. Um, and we, we live inside these four walls of, of, um, shame and doubt and, and, and just stuff mm-hmm. that gets in between us and joy. And, and that, that experience of stepping outside of those walls, yeah. that experience of allowing God, um, the room in our lives to set us free, right? I think is something that, um, if you, if you look at the lives of the saints, Right. And, yes. and even, even like saints like St. Paul or St. Maximilian mm-hmm. Colby, who actually spent time in prison. Yeah. Right. Um, and who, who, who both died horrific deaths, right. They, mm-hmm. they, it, this isn't necessarily, necessarily a physical liberation, but it's this liberation of their hearts. It's this understanding that, you know, God is still there and he's still present to me. And that's bigger than any of this stuff. And it's attainable for all of us, no matter where we're at. Yeah. No matter where we're at. If you're listening to this today, today and, um, this Christmas season or whenever you're listening to this, you, you feel like, uh, you just can't, mm-hmm. you feel like, um, like it's, it's like things are impossible. Please, please know that it's not. And we're not just saying that because we want to make you feel better. We're saying that because you have the power in your heart, in your mind, in your soul right now. Um, to be in a deep and abiding relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus and to allow him to set you free. And that doesn't mean that everything is going to be happy, pappy. It doesn't to quote my friend, happy, Nikki, pappy. happy, pappy. <laughs> um, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be great. It does mean that, that, um, God wants you to know his love. 
He, he wants you to know his joy and mm-hmm. he wants you to know that, um, that, that, that love and that joy overcomes this other stuff it really does. It doesn't just fill in the gaps. It doesn't just fill in the cracks. It, it, it transforms us completely. Uh, and that's a really, really powerful thing that puts us on the path, you know, back to being like Buddy the Elf. Like Buddy. Buddy. Hope you find your dad. I love that movie. <laughs> that so was good. a normal, right? Yeah, it was so good. So uh, good. I like I liked when he was in the boardroom. He's like, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the tiny guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. I feel like I, I, I witness that at home often. The antagonistic approach mm-hmm. of the kids, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you say this one more time, they're like, oh, what? Uh-huh. Like, you're, oh, he's a tiny elf. So cute. Yeah, Which, that totally happens. It totally house. happens. The players are interchangeable. Okay, interchangeable, okay. So, completely interchangeable. So, okay, yeah. So it's like, it can be like, like you know, Act One, it's these two, and oh, yeah. Act Two, it's these two. Yeah, depends That's on the awesome. day and the time. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, do you ever like find a little joy in like just letting the drama unfold? Uh, yeah. I mean, like we're boy heavy, you know. Uh-huh. So, so there's a, a, a teensy bit of fear that. You know, broken bones and stuff like that. That's something that, you know, I'm not afraid of. It's a part of having boys. But I'll say, you know, like, ooh, I don't feel like going to the hospital tonight. Can Mm -hmm. we please not, Mm you know, not do that tonight? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. I definitely get joy from it. That's cool. Uh, It's good. That's cool. Uh, Iron (laughs) iron sharpens iron, right? So you let them, you let them, you let them figure it out. Um, For sure. Nikki, I'm going to, I'm going to say something to kind of wrap us up here. So, uh, I don't know if this part, so we, we tried to record this twice now. I think this is one of those situations that, um, the devil's trying to steal our joy. I think so. The foxes in the vineyard will not steal my joy. Yes. The foxes on the internet and with all the digital programming will not steal our joy. I totally agree. Okay. 100%. Um, we have, uh, we probably, it probably sounds like we've covered a lot of ground and maybe skipped around in our conversation about joy. It's because this is At the third time, us. <laughs> this is the third time that we've pressed record. And usually, um, these, I, I will say like, we've done like 15 of these now. And I will say, usually they come really easily. Like they just sort of happen. We've never had, I mean, we've had a few technical things here and there, but it's never really been that difficult. And this one I think has been tough, um, because I think that I, I, I really do feel like it's an important message. Mm-hmm. I really do feel like it's a, um, it's not, it's not our message. Um, not at all. It's a, it's a message that I even, I have a hard time interpreting in my own life and receiving from God in my own life to remember to be joyful. Um, I think it's something that we have to be very intentional about. That's a word we haven't, we haven't used in today's episode that we need to Mm -hmm. Joy takes intentionality. It takes work. Um, but it's so worth it. It is. It is just so good. And just the availability makes it, you know, where I just feel like, oh, I want everyone to bask in it. When my computer, uh, decided to be a jerk about an hour ago. I was really, really close to just being like, why are we doing this episode? You know what I mean? Like, like, why are we, why are we putting this, you know, this pressure on ourselves to do a Christmas episode? Like, why do we need, let's just, let's go home and, let's go home and relax. Like, you know, we don't want to do this again. Um, that's, that's the choice, right? Like I, the fact is like, I, I love talking with my friend, Nikki. I love talking about God. I love and I Thinking love this about topic, it. joy. I yeah. feel like, ooh, we need to, we need to cover this. Exactly. And, it, and it's something that, that I think we need to come back to. Like, yeah. like maybe like once a quarter, like where's your, you know, where's your joy? Like where, you know, can something we can talk about often. Yeah. And wherever you, know. you listen to music, listen to joy by Ren Collective. It'll, yeah. it'll help facilitate in my humble opinion. I love that. <laughs> was that, that was, I love, that was your like. That's like your sign off radio voice in my humble opinion. I was trying to think of the initials because like I've seen that and have to ask my kids like, what is this? Why do you have all these letters strung together? And like, oh my gosh, that just means this. It means in my humble opinion. (laughs) So that was kind of me saying it in initial form. Do your kids know that you do impressions of them? Here's the cool thing. No, because they don't listen to the podcast. They act like they're too cool to listen to the podcast. So I'm going to talk about them freely. 
I love it. I love it. That's so cool. I love it. Um, it's a mo- it's a mom's prerogative for it's sure. Mom's prerogative. For sure. I'm like Bobby Brown. Um, I was totally going Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that we we continued our conversation about joy. I'm really happy that uh, that we're. Uh, reaching out to our listeners on Christmas, um, please. Once again, we've we've said it before, but I think it it needs to be said again, especially um, at Christmas, and especially considering the year that we've all uh, you know shared uh, mm-hmm. together. Um, Journey through. I want to say endured, endured, but that sounds a little has a little negative. Slant. How about how about persevered through? Persevered through. Yeah, we've all persevered through this yes. year together. Um, it's it's been, been a cleansing. It's been a cleansing. It's been really tough for a lot mm-hmm. of reasons, and um, I think it's important that we that we remember uh, that we remind you again of um, one your capacity for joy, your ability to choose joy in every situation. You can. That in-law that drives you crazy later tonight at Christmas dinner, you can you can smile and be happy, be genuinely happy yeah. right through that situation. God is giving you the grace to do that. Um, but maybe even more importantly than that, like God loves you. He loves you. You are the beloved. You are the reason that he came to earth as a teeny tiny squirmy, squishy, squishy baby, baby right? Um, <laughs> You're the, you're the reason that he, that he lays there in a manger. You're the reason that he, um, is so available and so vulnerable and so perfect and waiting for you. You are the reason that he's, he's waiting there in the manger. Mm. Um, so please take, take advantage of that. If, if you've been listening to our podcast and you're, uh, you're still on the fence, um, God loves you right there. If you're listening to our podcast and you're, you're looking around for ways in your life to, uh, to, to, to get in touch with the Lord and to get in touch maybe with a community. Um, we're going to come back at the end of this episode with some, some tips on how to do that. We'll bring that back. Um, but more than anything, just know that, just know that you're loved and, you're very loved, and, yeah. and that love, uh, is, is bigger than it's, it's, it's bigger than anything else. It's bigger than any issue. It's bigger than any obstacle. Um, it's bigger than any other love, yeah. which is cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So enjoy it. Love it. Um, you know, kind of live from that place today, this, this Christmas season. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ragamuffins. Ragamuffins. <laughs> I'm just going to repeat what you say. <laughs> well, that's going to be about it, kids. <laughs> that was great. I didn't say that. You're not playing the game oh, very I'm well. sorry. <laughs> We love you very much and we're praying for you and we will see you in the new year. 2021. 2021. It's going to be great. All good things. Yep. Peace. Peace. Hey, Ragamuffins. Hey, Ragamuffins, I got a tip for you. We're back with tips. Oh my gosh, I'm so going first. Look, because that was me saying, you know what? I'm not ill-prepared. I don't always have to have you go first. This is the thing, is that it's kind of like double dutch, where I'm just like, ooh, is it my turn to jump in? I don't know if it's my turn to jump in. Should I jump in? And then I'm always like, you know, I struggle with this people-pleasing thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, no, 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 you go first. Then I think, does it look like I'm not prepared and I was busily looking for a tip? I don't want it to look like that. So that's why I'm like, bruh, I got this. Okay. You should always jump in. Double (laughs) double dutch is fun. Go for it. I don't always feel that confident though. I'm like, ooh, no, you go. She always have great things to say. So, um, thank you. Yes. That's something I'm practicing. Okay. Saying thank you. you. Okay. Okay, Here's my pro tip for Mm -hmm. this Christmas episode. Yes. And that is to gift yourself a curated social media account. Okay. I'm going to say if you're on social media, cause not everybody is. And I actually admire that because I tend to, can't, I can't shy away from it. Like, Ooh, I gotta know what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's super important to filter what you're looking at mm-hmm. and who you're following and that kind of stuff. So it comes to light because, um, James and I were just looking at stuff and, and, and scrolling. And we're seeing these beautiful images of different Catholic artists and just people of inspiration Mm -hmm. that can, you know, just help flood your day with the graces of God as a real thing. 
Absolutely. I love that. Um, and, and that idea of, of curated, like, like that kind of gets back to what we talked about in this episode, that you have the power to make the choice to, uh, to embrace the joy in your life, right. Mm-hmm. To, to embrace the goodness in your life and to see, to, to find good things and to, to kind of live from that joyful place. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you. Um, uh, I got like a tip and a half now. So, oh, so from what you, up in the so from what you first said, uh, about like, like, Double Dutch? Yeah, about Double Dutch, about just kind of jumping into things. Mm. That's my first tip. Like, jump into something this Christmas. Jump into uh, maybe a book of the Bible that you've never read. Jump into uh, a new um, inspirational author. Jump into a new friendship, right? Make make friends with that person at work that maybe you've never, you know, had an Mm -hmm. opportunity to make friends with before. Those are all things that can can lead to joy, can lead to encounter in our lives. Um, The... Uh, the second thing, which is actually the first thing that I thought of that I'm having trouble remembering. So I'm kind of rambling. Ouchie. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Here That's it goes. The sweet. It's <laughs> thank you. Um, speaking of NutraSweet, it is treat yourself. We're going to steal, going to steal that from our friends at parks and rec. Um, here's the thing guys, Tri- uh, Christmas, uh, is not a time to, to feel bad about, um, maybe the mistakes that you've made or the things that you've done wrong in your life. Uh, Christmas is a time of celebration. It's a time of, of feasting, right? It's a season of feasting in the life of the church. Um, it's, it's a time to, to party and have some fun and to, to feel good, to allow yourself to feel good. So find some time, uh, in your, uh, in your celebrations with family, in your downtime, maybe even in your alone time. Um, yeah. Because not everybody's going to be with family. Yeah. To just, to just treat yourself, enjoy, uh, you know, a cup of hot chocolate, enjoy another Christmas movie, enjoy mm. another Christmas cookie, right? Enjoy wearing jammies all, all day, day long. Seriously do it. And, and, um, I, I, I think a, a way to do that and to kind of keep it holy and to, to practice that joy is to just say thank you to God for those moments, right? When God yeah. is giving you the opportunity to have another one of, you know, Aunt Shirley's famous Christmas cookies or whatever, thank, thank, thank God it. for that opportunity. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Be good to yourselves. We love you. We're praying for you. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Peace. Peace. to Church Podcast is an AMET Creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Moncada. Our theme music is Candle in the Shadows by The Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Find us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast and let us know your questions, comments, and thoughts by contacting Late to Church Podcast at gmail.com. Your insights might even be featured on the show. Just a little reminder, you are good. You are worthy. You are the beloved. Look around for the Lord today. He loves you and he wants an encounter with you. Thank you for journeying with us. We're praying for you. Peace.